Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Maker Mom podcast. Today's guest is Tiff of Night Carver Designs. Um, Tiff is... Again, those people I call a hoot and a half. So this is a super fun conversation. I am going to warn you, uh, it can get a little explicit at times. So if you have littles around while you are listening to this, might want to be one that uh, you listen to over a glass of wine uh, on your own instead. Nevertheless, it is still super fun and uh, really love learning about Tiff's journey. And I know you will too. Before we hop on into the episode, though, I just want to give a shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon. Thank you all so very, very much for all of your support and uh, all of your ongoing support of the podcast, allowing me to produce two episodes a week. I truly am grateful to you and uh, love having you as part of the tribe and getting to know each and every one of you. All right, with no further ado, I'm going to hop right on in to this episode with Tiff of Night Carver Designs. It's one of those things. It's just yeah, well, see, things. that's why I asked if you were ready for inappropriateness, because I can always have a hard mark time. it. I can, <laughs> I can, yeah, on this podcast, I can always mark it explicit and see, and then that gives people plenty of warning. Perfect. And then they're going <laughs> to want to see what we said. <laughs> exactly. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I believe you've listened to the podcast, right? Yeah. 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 So, you know, I always start with guests introducing themselves. Oh, yeah. So that's pressure. That's pressure. But <laughs> I am record. I I have been recording. So I'm going to like say, if you're ready to go, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. That's fine. What What should I say? Like, whatever you want to say <laughs> fine fine all right i'm ready okay hey this is tiff from our, oh i'll start again hold on okay. <laughs> well i don't want to have us overlapping each other that would just be awful that's right but uh hey it's tiff marshan from night carver designs awesome good yeah that's good, good enough. enough that's good enough for me um we'll get into it more we can play right. around that's right <laughs> all right so before we get into how you got into your do you call yourself like a a sign maker or because I feel like you do more than just it's like I think I'm starting to go more with designer okay yeah because yeah because I don't know I I'm never going to be a builder I don't want to go there Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I like making art more than I make like making regular signs you know what I mean like I'd rather not make a house sign I want to make something that's really cool that you're going to want inside of your house right right exactly Yeah, I'm starting to go more with designer. That's why I changed my name. It used to be Marshan Woodworking. And then I was like, I'm not a woodworker. I like to, I I play with wood. You know what I mean? Right. But I I don't want to get into woodworking. I don't want to learn fancy things and techniques. (laughs) I just want to go out to the shop, get away from my kids for a moment, relax and make something cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, before we get into like when and where you started doing that, uh, let's go back to your childhood a bit. Where did yeah. you grow up? What kind of things were you into? I've been in the same city my whole life. I actually <laughs> tried moving out when I, uh, I got a job in Connecticut and I was like, oh yeah, that'd be great. But I've been in Springfield, Mass uh, forever. I literally live a whole like 1.7 miles away from my mother still. Nice. Very <laughs> it's nice. super convenient yeah. though. Like, <laughs> like I said, she's the one watching my kids right now. So we can actually have a conversation here. So. <laughs> It's a good, it's a good advantage, but, uh, no, yeah, I grew up here. Um, my parents actually used to do like craft fairs when I was younger and that's kind of where I got introduced into like woodworking and painting mm-hmm. because okay. my dad, um, he's one of those guys who are just like awesome at everything. He 
does construction. He's like, can do plumbing. He can do electrical, everything, fixes cars, everything. Um, so he would be in the garage cutting out things for my mom to paint. And then she would go in the basement and hang out and just like have all these paints. And she would just do not my style kind of art, but yeah. you know, the old school, like country crafter type things, mm-hmm. and, you know, really pretty apples and fun <laughs> stuff like that. But I would go down there and I would do base coats for her. So that's kind of like mm-hmm. where I first got into it. And then, um, I would always make her go to the library and get those learn how to draw books mm-hmm. and kind of learn how to do animation and stuff like that. So that was where I, I thought I was going. Like when I was little, I always wanted to be an animator. And then I realized how much college was for that and stuff. <laughs> so I kind of switched to graphic designer because that was what was becoming more popular. Like, because mm-hmm. in 90, I graduated in 2000. So I was like, what am I going to do? I, I don't want to go to school for anything that's going to be boring. So I went to college for, um, fine art as my major and then graphic design was my minor nice you graduated high school in 2000 yeah me too see oh that's so cool (laughs) yo yo college i graduated 2004 yep yep same here um all right so at your college like at my college i went to school for manufacturing technology so it was like and it was in its own like the technology building on my gotcha. campus which also had classes for graphic design like that was in the same building but the joke was that was like the only way women came to that building was for, for graphic that design that was the only time gotcha. you got women in the building but just curious like what makeup was your program was it predominantly women now that I'm thinking about it uh there might have been like four women and it was mostly dudes really yeah yeah it was uh, a lot of guys yeah yeah um was that the first time you'd been in that kind of environment where it was like you know that stark of a difference <laughs> um no not really because growing up in my neighborhood there was no girls there was all boys so mm-hmm. I literally grew up I'm the biggest tomboy there could be like I would kick kickball, football, soccer. We would just be out there playing basketball all day, like mm-hmm. coming home with like broken fingers and hey mom, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so I was actually I'm used to I like I like hanging out with guys. Um mm-hmm. usually better than chicks. But now I, I gotta say, as I'm getting older, I'm finding I'm loving hanging out with women more and talking with especially on Instagram. I mean, yeah. I love finding well, connections with other woodworkers who are women. And I called myself a woodworker and I just said I wasn't. See, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'll just bleep that out. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's probably a bit too, because you're a mom now. I feel like, probably. I mean, but I mean, it's the same thing for me. Like I predominantly spent time with guys and probably high school. I had, I had more girlfriends than guy friends, but still like then getting into college, it was all, it was all guys. I was one of two women in my entire program. So it was like all guys. And I just got along with them better. And when I went to work, I worked with like a lot of guys and I just worked with them better. I always felt like this is going to sound horrible, but I always felt like women were catty with each other. Like I just, and I didn't appreciate that, you know, but like now that I have kids, (laughs) it's different. It puts me, uh, you know, it's like a different category. I I think you start sympathizing with other women. You kind of understand them more because yeah traditionally the mom role you know is the one that has to pull all the slack with the kids not everywhere I know there's plenty of dudes that hold their own but like they're the ones that are getting harassed when they're trying to go to the bathroom or just trying (laughs) to take a moment like you know what I mean like my kids I'll be working and my husband was on furlough for like god six months maybe I think right so I was down here working every day from 7 30 to 4 my husband was upstairs with the kids next to them mom mom Right. What? what? <laughs> I want a juice. Yes, right. dad. He's right up there for you. And then I'll go like, Mike, you can't get him a juice. He's like they did not even ask me. They no. walked right past me. Right. I'm like, he's like, I would have got them a juice. <laughs> so I'm just like, so I feel like you understand like other women after knowing that you've been going through the same torture at home as other people. <laughs> right. Like kids are adorable and they have their moments of just pure like you're just so happy but you're like oh look at that and you like stare at them in awe and then other times there are these little demons who just want stuff for you from you that's right (laughs) suck the life right out of you yeah yeah (laughs) literally and figuratively yeah (laughs) Yeah, seriously (laughs) i have 
two four-year-olds going around demanding things from me all day. <laughs> I am so sorry. That's all I have to say. Um, it's rough, twins. Oh. So I have, so you're definitely not the first mom of multiples that I have had <laughs> on the podcast. In fact, I'm pretty certain that it's almost like a rule that at least 50% of the women in woodworking have to have multiples. <laughs> you have to have a reason <laughs> to run away. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I'm like adjacent to multiples. So I have twin little sisters. They're uh, um, 22 years old now. Um, one just got married. One is about to get married. Um, but I, I mean, they were born when I was in high school. So I always say they were kind of like my first kids and I got no, to I get like, that, though. I experience get that. like mm-hmm. the torture. And I always said, I'm <laughs> like, please, dear God, never let me have multiples. Like after, <laughs> see- after seeing like what my mom went through and even just like being there to help out, I was like, no, like yeah, it's two no. kids crying who can't do anything. Like that's right. like I started like well, I don't know if you want to get into it yet, yeah, but I started no, going no. out into the garage because oh my god, I had one son who had colic. So every day from I think it was three to seven PM, he would just cry and he wanted only me or my mother. Like he wouldn't even go near my husband. And then the other one, he wouldn't like chase, he just wouldn't sleep. Like it just constantly and right. I still, oh my god, I just got the kids to finally sleep. They're four and a half years old. <laughs> And they are finally only getting up one time a night. I had to take away milk. If you ever need a trick, guys, just no more milk. No more milk. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's no more milk because then they want to start wanting all night. But yep. yeah, so I needed to go away. Like I couldn't handle it. After that, like I was so burnt out. of like rocking that kid back and forth, back and forth, getting him to calm down. Like I was like, I used to be a maker before this. Like I used to have a cake business um, with my sister and I was doing cake decorating with her. And then mm. I also started doing like wood burning, um, you know, those, yeah. growth, uh, the growth charts, like the yeah, ruler yeah, ones, yeah. the big ones. Yeah. That's kind of what I started with. Um, and then I like, got an old scroll saw from my dad and I started cutting out um, like wood cut out and stuff like that. But then I met my husband and I kind of like, I stopped the woodworking a bit. I just stayed with the rulers. And then I was doing the cake business with my sister. But once I had the kids, there was no more cake business. Like, right. I had zero time. So I had to like drop out of that. She's still doing it. Good for her. I'm proud of her. But like, I just could not fit in there with having twins. Um, So I didn't do anything creative, I think for a good two years and I couldn't do it anymore. (laughs) So I just know like my dad was that his escape always was the garage and that has become mine now. It's the little safe haven. So Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, like how, how you got into everything, but no that I mean it was it was similar I I started maybe more as a hobby and Mm -hmm. learning before kids were ever like on the (laughs) scene (laughs) right um but it still wasn't like anything big but that's actually why I started my business Freeman Furnishings um my or I should say our youngest was a year old and I was like who the hell am I? Like, I don't even know who I am yeah, anymore. No, you lose who you are, <laughs> like, for sure. Like, and same thing, I wasn't doing anything creative when I was working. It was like job, job stuff, which my mm-hmm. job, um, there is no creativity to it. Lots of problem solving, but no creativity. Sadly, mine is the same way. Yeah. Yes. And so yeah. it's like, I have to do this. Like, it's not even... Like I am not exaggerating when I say starting my business literally saved my life. Like I was at a point where it's just like so down. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I've got, you know, my daughter's a year. I've got her constantly like still she had like um, adenoid and tube issues. And so she breastfed like every hour and a half for the first year (laughs) of her life it never stopped it never got past that like newborn phase so I'd have her and then you know my son's like three and a half and still demanding attention Mm -hmm. um you know which that's what kids do but I was just oh yeah that's all I am (laughs) is this Mm -hmm. like a feed bag and (laughs) somebody who gets stuff for people I get it (laughs) exactly exactly Um, so yeah, it's same thing. It was, I need to do something and it started small, you know, it was just yeah. like a little bit of work when I could type thing. Yeah. Um, but it was just one of those, it's like, man, I just feel so much better after yeah. even just 
20 minutes in the shop. Yeah. It like, makes you feel amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> oh, um, I think I, I have to say, I agree with you because I was losing my mind. Like I was finally back at work, which that was exciting for me. I was mm -hmm. one of those people who could not wait to get back to work. Um, yeah. I'm with, my kids. Yeah, I'm with you too. <laughs> I was like three months. That's a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first day I went, everyone's, Oh my God, did you cry? Not a tear, maybe. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All smiles. Yes, right. <laughs> you know, it was probably like just like cheese in the whole way to work. Like, doo, 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 doo. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So okay, I do want to. So when you like out of college, did you go into graphic design, or did you go right into the cake business with your sister? So I did go for a. Sorry for all the wheels you might hear around there. That's okay. I got kids up there rolling on those <laughs> awesome little joy wave scooters. Yeah. Go back and forth. They're good at it, man. They fly. Um, <laughs> but no, so um, I got a job right away after college for graphic design and I, I didn't accept it. It was like in some back room of a beer distribution house, like making Budweiser signs. Like I was like, nah, that's not going to be me. I don't want to be that. <laughs> So I spent like a year looking for a job um, and had the best year of my life. I got to tell you, 23, no real work, just working at like the local grocery store. Right. I saw a lot of concerts that year. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, no, I, uh, I got into a, a design job at this place called CSW Graphics is where I started. And I was making like Welch's juice labels and things mm. like that. Um, but then I found literally a year later of a job that was going to pay me so much more, which was awesome. And it was going to be in the graphic design field. So I was super excited. Have you, have you ever looked at, uh, at doing like the whole freelance gig for graphic design? Yes. Yeah. But then again, it's, it's my whole, so my whole concern with things is deadlines, like mm -hmm. having the two kids, having a full-time job. Like I'm too afraid right now to make that leap. Like I'm happy we, I didn't quit my job because my husband ended up getting, Right. um furloughed forever and then eventually laid off because the store never opened that he worked at so now he thankfully has a new job and we can kind of like move on to the next chapter mm -hmm. so he's literally been there for one month <laughs> so I can't rush anything but right. the goal is to like become maybe a freelancer doing that and then also still doing my outdoor like art making and I want to go into uh, more horror like art so I'm mm -hmm. a big big movie fan and a huge music nerd. So I want to do either like lyric inspired pieces or just like kind of, you know, lots of fun, Jason yeah, and yeah. Michael Myers type pieces. So that's kind of where I want to go and definitely keeping up with my design. I literally just got a new computer behind me. I'm pretty stoked about it. And uh, I've been spending like a week just organizing files because I'm a slob. Like I'm that typical messy artist who just leaves painting supplies around and then cleans it up, you know, two days later type of person. So I have been cleaning up. I think my computer was 11 years old that we're replacing right now. So it's 11 years of graphic designing that I would just name things like version one. <laughs> revision is and I'm like what is this so I have to open it up relabel right. it filed away so I've been trying to get organizing because I want to move my business to that next level but mm -hmm. I don't want to start it where I'm not prepared you know so how are I mean how are you making your signs now is it like cnc type stuff um yeah so right now I'm using a cnc I started off, um, so I've never carved a wood sign before, right? Uh, before I think it was July, 2018 is when I mm -hmm. kind of started. And I think I was going to a Bruins game and I wasn't driving, which was rare. I usually like to drive <clears throat> and I was in the backseat, just kind of chilling. And I'm like, oh, I'll go on Facebook that I really want to learn how to router signs. Mm -hmm. So I joined a group called like hand router signs on Facebook, checked it out. I'm like, oh, cool, cool ordered the router that everybody was recommending on there. Like while I'm driving, I'm sitting here on Amazon now. <laughs> I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. And I'm just like buying tools. And then we go to the game, had a great time. Two days later, my supplies are here. Thank you, Amazon. You know, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. I uh, posted on my old cake site and I'm like, what should I do first for my first like carved sign? And somebody said, use the word believe. So I'm like, all right, believe. I'm not like a person who likes, you know, your typical yeah motivational word signs I'm not that kind of person. so I just did the Red Sox font so then I was like kind of like believe in Boston <laughs> I was like mm -hmm. All right, I can I can go with this 
Right. So I started with that. It came out pretty good. I messed up plenty on it, but I'm like, oh, this is addicting. So then uh, the next one I threw myself into was a giant octopus because why wouldn't I go big after I did my trial? <laughs> <laughs> go big or go home, right? That's right. So, That's right. <laughs> but that came out really good. So then I just like, I kept going and like kept playing with it. Um, and then I think about a year and a half later, I was like getting really bad back pain, mm. my shoulders, my neck. Like I couldn't move. Like having these kids who make me carry them around the house right. all day. <laughs> I was literally sleeping on the couch with them every night because they both wanted to be on me, but they didn't want to be in my bedroom. They demanded they have to be out in the living room. So I tell you, kids, man. I know, I know. <laughs> so I had like three years of sleeping on the couch and then abusing myself with woodworking. My dad like forced me. He's like, you're buying a CNC. He's like, what is the cheapest one that you can buy? And I'm like, an Inventables X-Carve. Like that's, you know, it, that's what mm -hmm. I can get. Um, I got the biggest one they made and I just, I've been going for it ever since. I have not had time to teach myself how to use it yet. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I just like fire it up and go and I, I can tweak it and, you know, choose my different depths and all that. Yeah. I know my bits because of my hand carving, mm -hmm. but I'm such like, I guess I want to be an old school carver. I want to be like just holding it in my hands and going that I have to really buckle down and dedicate time to learning it because I was like literally just talking to another woodworker this morning and she's giving me tips and I'm like so excited. I'm like, this is gold because I don't have the time. Like I have two hours a day that I get to woodwork, mm -hmm. like, just two hours a day. And it's after I put my kids to bed. So I'm already tired and groggy. Right, I'm not right. going to like learn how to add different bits and do this to that, you know? So it's literally, I just go out there like, all right, this looks good. All right, next. <laughs> oh, that one didn't come out good. I'll try this next time, you know? Right, like, right. So I'm just poking around with it. I think it's been a year and a half now that I've had it. Mm -hmm. um, and it does help. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's, it's an awesome tool to have, but I still do, do think, like having it myself. Do you think um, having that graphic design background helps? Oh my God. With something so like easy. the CNC? Like Yes. Yeah, like I think... So I, of course, after I got the CNC, I joined a CNC group on Facebook. <laughs> Naturally, you have to Naturally. learn from people. But like everybody struggles, we're making files. And I'm like, oh, you know, like to me, it just came naturally. Like I still mm -hmm. had to like, I had to learn so much more because my skills were so dormant for so long because mm -hmm. of my, you know, day job. And I was only doing my other gig kind of making growth charts, you know, not, not yeah. anything too crazy. So I had to like sit down and just like spend time relearning Illustrator and Photoshop and everything else. And, you know, and it just made me so happy to be watching YouTube videos and learning how to expand your envelope, right. make your font fit this. <laughs> like, it was just nice to like reawaken those skills again. And I'll tell you, like you said, it saved your life. It saved my life. Absolutely. That and mm -hmm. Zoloft, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> kids, they, they right. throw a wrench in your life. Like, mm -hmm. And I guess I curse myself. My sisters make fun of me all the time. I, I don't remember. I think I blacked it out now. But I guess when I was talking about having kids, before, you know, before I actually mm -hmm. had them, I kept thinking, I just want one pregnancy and just like two kids and just be done. And I guess I kept saying it over and over <laughs> again. It's like, I just want twins. I don't, I'm not getting pregnant again. If I have two, that's fine. If I have one, right. whatever, you know. I curse myself. That's right. You know, I, that's funny. I hear people say that. Mm -hmm. when they have had like no even like outer view of what <laughs> of what it means to have you know two yeah. at once um <laughs> yeah I never I was never around it myself and I, yeah no. nope yeah my even my like uh my grandma talks about her first two kids so my mom and one of my uncles were um, almost exactly a year apart and um you know so she would talk all the time well it was like having twins and my mom when she had the twins she's like no it's not like there my is a Jackie. difference <laughs> her sons are 11 months apart and mm -hmm. so they're irish twins you yeah, know and, yeah. and i'm just like i told it's similar it's similar, it's, but it's just not the same. It's not the same. But I'll yeah. tell you, that girl is amazing. She came over and watched my kids so I could sleep. <laughs> She's there a friend. Go. She's yeah, a good she friend. But... 
You know, anybody who came over those first few weeks to allow me to have a moment, I think I might have cried in my room and just sat there crying instead of like sleeping because I was so happy to have that time right. within my body. Couldn't <laughs> allow me to sleep. It was just like, I'm just going to cry about how amazing it is that somebody's <laughs> yeah. here to help me. Right. <laughs> and then maybe I'll pass out 15 minutes before they're going to leave. <laughs> yeah. I know. I never, I never understood that all of the, like during like your baby showers and stuff, like all the advice, all the like, you know, older women give is like sleep when the baby sleeps. Yeah. But, but with both kids, I was like, I can't, like, I just never could. Cause I'm like, this is my time to do something without a baby on me. Like, no, I actually (laughs) do less woodworking now that they're older than when they were younger, because if they were sleeping, mama was out there with a baby monitor and I was working and it was awesome. (laughs) But once those kids know how to come find you when you're trying to hide, it ruins it all. (laughs) It's like, here guys play this video game. I'll be back in 15 minutes. Literally a second later, I get a knock on my office door. Hey, mom. Right. I'm like, I just wanted to work on this thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I, I did a podcast interview yesterday and we were, we were talking about that as her kids are like, you know, coming in and out behind yeah, her and stuff. I locked and, the basement door. <laughs> and, and usually, you know, my kids are gone right now because of it being a weekday. But when I do have those weekend ones, you know, they, yeah, they constantly, they constantly come in, uh, even though I'm like, please, it's just one hour, <laughs> please no interruptions. Um, but I, I've joked about like, we have like a space down in the basement. It's a closet. I'm like, I could convert that into like my podcast room and then like soundproof it and then just not tell them where I am ever <laughs> like that. They don't even know that that exists. You just walk away. Just don't walk say away. a word. That's right. <laughs> Leave some food on the counter. Just walk away. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't forget the waters. That's right. <laughs> oh. oh man, no, it, it is. It's really hard to walk away. Like they literally, oh, just, hello, hey, yeah. hi, yeah. hi, <laughs> or you hear a knock. But no, um, I got my mom her food. I was like, okay, we ate lunch. I go, mom, going downstairs for an hour. I'm locking the basement door. So I locked that door. Then I came down, came in my office, locked that door. I'm like, I just don't want to have interruptions because I'll be honest, at work. My kids interrupt all the time. Right. I'd like, I'd like a moment where they didn't. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, because I'm like at a conference call. I think people get used to it now. Everyone's kids are like, "Hey, ma, yeah. ma, hey, yeah. hey." So, yeah, I think that's. It. I think that is right. I mean, right now with with COVID, if if you can work from home, most businesses are having you work from home. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, like you said, I mean, at least fifty percent of people have their kids home. Um, oh yeah right now and so you just have to learn to roll with it mm-hmm. um, I wanted to like so carving is just to me I almost want to say like the carving is like the smallest part of what you do with your signs like your yeah. paint, your paint work is like phenomenal you know that's Thank what you. really brings it to life so um like how did you besides you know, your mom was doing the painting, you were doing helping do baseball yeah. stuff, but how did you really like grow that technique? So I did go to school for fine art and I did have a lot of painting classes, even though that wasn't my intended major. Mm-hmm. I was in there a lot. Like my favorite, and I'm surprised I didn't get into ceramics. I fell in love with pottery. Yeah. Like that was like one of the first things I fell in love with. It just was so fun to get so messy and nasty, but mm-hmm. Besides that, sculpture was great too, but I, I've always painted, so I guess I should have touched on that too. I would draw my characters, and then I would paint them, um, mm. and I, I wanted to be a Disney animator. Like, that was the goal, so I always kind of liked it, those how to draw Disney uh, character bo- uh, books, so I had that already in my head, um, but when my mom was doing her crafting, I would watch her a lot of how she was doing her shadows and how she made an effect happen, like if there was like a speckle or something like that, you know? good old handy toothbrush and a little mm-hmm. paint will get you a cool splatter but um for my painting I used to get criticized in college a lot from our professors because I like a good thick bold black line on my art like mm-hmm. that is the shit to me you know I'm like yes I gotta 
Can I swear on this? I don't know. Yeah. I just did. It's, it's explicit. It's, 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 it's explicit. It's explicit. This episode. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I got into like you know are they really like Tiffany? You're flattening out your artwork. You got to stop doing that. Why are you putting the black line? But I was like you know people paint how they paint. I'm just how right. how I'm gonna do it. So I just kept working on that in college. But you know I wasn't there to 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 learn painting. Um. And then I think it's when I started cutting out those wood owls and I was making zombie owls and mm-hmm. a mummy owl and a werewolf owl. Like I have a nice owl series <laughs> back in the day. I just kept playing. Um, yes. And I really liked the way that wood absorbed the, um, the color. Like I do a lot of watercolor painting and I love watercolors, but you know, you make a painting, you put it on a wall and there it is. You can't touch it and feel mm-hmm. it. And you know what I mean? So then I started with the carvings and I realized that you can paint you know, the wood, like you're doing a watercolor painting. So I kind of use a lot of watercolor techniques when I'm doing my painting. And then I go in and I rough them up a little bit, kind of add some texture. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go in and I'll do my nice thick black lines to make it like a really kind of like poppy type art. Like, see, like, I don't know if you can see with all the shadowing here. And I know yeah. our listeners won't be able to see, but like for the it piece, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of layers of white and then yeah. some gray mixed in there. I just kind of build it mm-hmm. and, and have fun, you know, like try to just be creative. And I mess up a lot. Like if you watch the recent video I posted of like the TMT Wiz logo, mm-hmm. you'll see me paint the whole thing. Then you'll see me go in with gray paint and go on the outside ring and repaint that whole thing and start fresh again because my, Ooh, mm-mm. Didn't mm-hmm. work. Didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought what I was doing was going to be cool and nope. So I'm like, erase, erase, erase. So it's, it's literally trial and errors. Like it just I would say though, I feel like that <clears throat> big, thick black line you're talking about. I feel like that's very much like horror genre. Like I feel like that. Yeah. And so the contrast. <clears throat> and stuff. Yeah. makers do you know lauren of rasp and file designs well if you don't you should definitely go check out her work you can find her on instagram rasp file designs lauren is making all kinds of cool furniture and home decor pieces out of live edge uh, hardwoods and metal bases um that's not all she does though so you should really go check her out and see what she's up to especially as holiday seasons are coming up and i know all of us makers really enjoy making our own christmas presents but perhaps you're running out of time so you want to maybe go check out lauren she's in the dc area so especially those who are close uh location wise to her so go ahead go check her out at Raspfile designs on instagram and let's get back to the episode Hey makers, today's episode is brought to you by Tool Mom and Company, or some of you know her as Tool Mom Bonnie. Uh, She has all kinds of tool-related merchandise of gifts and clothing for all ages and genders available at toolmomstore.com. I have two of the coffee mugs. One says, Go Girl, and it has a circular saw with flames coming off the back, which is super sweet. And then the other one is the definition of a tool chick, which just makes you feel kind of badass when you're drinking out of it. So if you are in the market, especially as we're getting close to Christmas, for any tool-related merchandise, be that gifts or clothing, make sure you head on over to toolmomstore.com. And extra bonus, you can receive 20% off at checkout if you use the coupon code MAKERMOM. All right, let's jump back into the episode. And so, I mean, obviously, if that's kind of the signs you're getting into and stuff and you're a big movie buff, like I'm assuming from what you make, oh, you're, you're into. I was uh, that eight-year-old watching Halloween, just like, oh, this is so great. See, yeah, you watched <laughs> you watched it. And when did that come? Since we're like basically the 1988, same I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you watched it and thought this is so cool. I watched it and had nightmares the entire rest of my life from watching that show. The, the only the only characters, I swear to God, it's Freddy Krueger, man. He's the only one who ever like got into my head and scared me because yeah. don't know if you've seen him. 
Nope. But the guy comes <laughs> out of everywhere. He comes out of a shower. He comes out of the bed. Like he just <laughs> appears places, the wall. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you'd watch it. And then later on, I'll be in the shower. And I'm like, he's going to come up through the drain. Oh, he's going to come up through the drain. It's going to happen. <laughs> and I'm like 11 years old thinking these things. Yeah. Who no, knows to my was... mom for working at night. <laughs> The, the, those were like my nightmares. I seriously had to make myself watch, uh, both the original it and, um, uh, exorcist in college just to be like, okay, like I had a weekend, like all the roommates were gone. I'm like, I'm going to force myself to watch this shit so I can stop being scared of it. Cause I like, I like how you chose nightmares. to do it when no one was around to comfort right. you. If you were no, going to have no. some issues. <laughs> I'm like, I need to be able to be free to scream and not like, you know, be made fun of because I'm such a chicken <laughs> shit, um, <laughs> which is That's funny, awesome. which is funny now because my, my youngest, my daughter, she's going to be into the scary stuff. Yeah, she's already I mean, so she's four. She's watched like all the Scooby Doo's like That's she'll awesome. come she'll come like sneak in, you know, I um. I like sci-fi versus horror, so like um, I get that. I enjoy sci-fi, The Walking Dead or um, uh, Van Helsing or any of those. I was watching like Van Helsing Dude. and oh, yeah, and she like I was like so into it. I didn't notice like she had come in, you know, and she's just like <laughs> laying on the bed with me, and I enjoying all it. of a sudden I, I was like, whoa, no, I need to stop this. You're too young for it. It's too scary. She's like, it's not scary, mom. <laughs> like it's great okay so my kids were afraid of everything this is the first year that they're not afraid of the decorations I'm putting up in the house like I don't I think we had to throw them away last year because my son Ethan was like that's so scary blah 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 and I'm like dude just a skeleton it's okay right now we've got giant inflatable dragons tombstones skulls that light up in the front yard and they're like into it. They get ready every night when I get to put on the light. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, come on, mom. Let's go fluff up the dragon. Let's get him going. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and yeah. I think, I think I'm wondering if it's like a result of like COVID and quarantine, though. Cause like everything's I, entertaining. <laughs> well, my kids, like, they've actually been getting more and more into Halloween every year. And my, like, Halloween's my wife's favorite holiday. Oh, good. Um, and so, I like your wife already. <laughs> yeah. And so she's always gone like way, you know, way over and above and beyond for Halloween. Um, but yeah, the kids are like so super into it and they wanted, you know, scary costumes for the first time this year. What so, they want? Uh, my, <clears throat> my son is a spider and it's a full on like hairy, <laughs> like awesome. I can imagine the legs. abdomen, the legs, the <laughs> whole thing where they, where it's like all strung together, you know, so they all move yeah. together. Um, but it's pretty scary looking spider that he wanted. Um, and then my daughter, she said she wanted scary, but she went with like the most adorable witch's outfit I have ever seen. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's possible. To maybe she'll scared. just cackle the whole time or something. Maybe, you know? maybe. But that to her is scary. And given that she's been Minnie Mouse the last three years, that is <laughs> she's moving in the right direction. Yes. She'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, my kids was... both want to be ghosts. Ghosts? Yeah. Yeah. They picked the cheapest costume. I was so excited. I was like, okay. And they still want to be it so far. But you know, when Halloween time comes, it's going to be like, I don't want to wear that. I know. I think every year we've bought like four different costumes. Yeah, they change their minds like every week. I'm like, no, yeah. we're not getting another costume. No, yes. <laughs> not happening. I don't know about you guys, but we're not actually having Halloween here. They shut that down. So I'm throwing a big Halloween party just for like my sisters to bring yeah. their kids over and have fun. So yeah, gotta find not, those black lights. I don't think they um I don't think they've actually officially said no trick-or-treating, but they're kind of saying we don't really want you to do it. Yeah. And so we're not planning on going real trick-or-treating, just like the neighborhood is gonna like, you know, that's sit, cute. Do something small for everybody. Small and just have like like the tables out or some other fun way of getting candy kind of socially distanced away from you type thing i'm just um, thinking of that squirt gun with the candy loaded in it <laughs> yeah. sure you've seen it <laughs> halloween 2020 <laughs> i was looking at um i don't know if you follow him or not but uh bear maked um i think it's it bear maked or bear marked i think it's bear maked um justin he's in minnesota but he made a candy launching cannon um 
So I, I have think not I seen might, this. I'm going to have to find it. I think I might have to do that. We've been That's talking awesome. about that. <laughs> if if we actually had trick or treaters in this area that came to my house, I would probably do something. But I, I swear, my first time I moved in here, I've, I've had this house uh, for 11 years now. Got it when I was 27 and just needed to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um. I got so excited. I had fog machine outside. I was blasting out scary music. I had all these cool lights. Not one trick or treater. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, where did I move? <laughs> it was so no, sad. So yes. sad. But I'm with you. We're gonna probably have our own Halloween party. That's good. And then the little neighborhood thing. And that yeah, will gotta be... do something. I know. I'm like, I don't care. If all, if like, we're just all dressed up, like blasting music yeah. in the house, mm-hmm. like we're doing something. Time. That's right. When the monster mash. That's right. <laughs> the mom version of the monster yeah. mash. These <laughs> the days. monster mash. <laughs> That's right. Um, so I see like, at least, you know, on Instagram, your kids are like, you're taking pictures of your kids with the signs and stuff that you're <laughs> making. So like, are they interested in in your making of them they like to come in peek at it go oh it's loud <laughs> walk out and then go back and go mom i need this 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 <laughs> this and this so they're really big into me making them stuff mm-hmm. but not into the carving i like you know my son Ethan likes to clean up my shop for me so that's nice mm-hmm. he's a big big into vacuuming for me which is great because i'm again a mess so <laughs> that's fun and chase likes to check it out but they're more into wanting to paint it um so that's why i usually do it at night when they're sleeping because mm-hmm. no offense kids can't have that happen to the pieces that people are going to actually have right <laughs> unless we're going to just be like painting blanks which is super fun i don't i've done some series where the kids have painted the wood mm-hmm. and then i've carved images into it which is really fun yeah. um <laughs> They painted all the pink for me on a sign of pot theme songs. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, pieces, mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious. They all said, roll me a blunt and tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dying because I'm like, I got my husband. Is it wrong that kids are painting these pink for me? Nah, they don't know what they're going to become. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice because I sold that. I sell them at um, local pot shops, you know, it's. I'm into whatever market is going to be fun and have some creativity with. I'm for it. Like those signs were like selling like crazy. It was awesome before COVID. When yes. people actually went yes. to stores and malls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you, I mean, uh, before COVID obviously, but like, where do you get most of your sales from? Is it like people like custom requests or are you doing your own kind of line of things? It was 50-50, I would say, before COVID because I was doing shows. So mm-hmm. depending on what shows I'd have coming up, I would do art specifically for those shows. So one of our biggest ones um, were uh, dragon boat races. I don't know if you've ever been to one. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, people who go to those things are really into it. So they're super into, you know, rowing and paddling and, you know, like, they're, they're uh, drumming art like there's all this kind of stuff that like you start learning as you get into these circuits of different things so I was doing a lot of um dragon boat themed stuff for people uh we would do a lot of Irish shows because again mm. people who are really into something that's who always going to buy stuff uh we tried things like thinking like it'd be great we did a show in the middle of Boston we sold like two things mm. thousands of people went by but nobody wants to buy anything and walk around Boston with it you know what I mean like mm-hmm. They're there for their day and they're just trying to have fun and they're trying to shop sadly, some people. But um, so a lot of it was from that. But now I think it's become mostly custom orders. But I'm trying to stray away from that because that takes over your life. Like when you have custom order, custom order, custom order, you're constantly communicating with people. There's a lot more design time, which you know, mm-hmm. I love designing and stuff, but then I gotta also balance out the carve time. So I'm always kind of on that like a roller coaster of I got to get this done. I got to get this done. And it really puts a damper on family time mm-hmm. because I'm constantly thinking, all right, I got to hang, go hang out with the kids for two hours. I can do this. We'll get them in bed. Don't fall asleep with the kids. Get <laughs> out there and make some art because you have this due. You have a deadline. So I'm trying to like kind of limit that. So this time I went just 10 custom orders for the Christmas season. I just booked a really big job yesterday. That's going to take over most of those spots. So 
There's only four left now. And I'm and I'm trying to be strict with after that, I'm not taking any more. It's just gonna be me making cool pieces. And if you mm-hmm. like them, buy them. Yeah, if you yeah. don't, enjoy. You're right. <laughs> yes, keep scrolling. <laughs> you know, because I don't I don't need that extra stress. Like I I I'll, I'm perfectly okay with saying like I had postpartum depression. I'm still struggling with getting out of it because mm-hmm. your life completely changed. So like I'm on Zoloft. It's great. It sure does help me stop thinking all day in my head going. So I'm trying not to get back to that level where I am struggling to keep up with these orders. And then it's ruining my time with the family. Like Mm -hmm. I got to keep that balance and I still have a full-time job. So Right. When you start getting people like ping, Hey, how's that going? <laughs> Not no offense to them. Right. I, I, I love it. Thank you for the business. Thank you for reminding me. But then I'm like, <gasps> you know, right. like that's coming. <laughs> and then the anxiety starts again, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's tough. Um, so I'm trying to go to the business model where I've seen a lot of makers. I'll shout out like Wolf and Crow. She is doing great with her. She does post a bunch of stuff. There's a sale. They're going to have a limited batch order it now. I'm going to make it. It'll be great. It'll ship at this time. So like she makes sure she tells everybody like, here are the deadlines here, are how, how many I'm going to have. And that's when I'm going to have it done. Like she's starting to literally control herself and getting that business like to a level that she can handle. Cause I know mm-hmm. when she went full time, she was not sleeping. Like my kids don't sleep at night. Well, thank God they they're getting there now. You're right. <laughs> But I would be up at all times of night. And, you know, when you're up, you're flicking on your phone, you're looking. And I would see mm-hmm. her active. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's 2 a.m. <laughs> like, you, you've you been working all night. I'm like, get out. Right. She's like, no, soon, soon, soon. And then I'm up at 4 o'clock again. And I see she's still on there. I'm like, come on, Cindy. Go to bed. <laughs> because, you know, she had these deadlines. And she had to get them done. And, you know, she's full time now. And, she, you know, and it's just like, I understand that that's going to happen too. Like when I go full time, I'm going to have to really just be in it to be in it. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that time to approach and I can't wait for it one day, but <laughs> right now I cannot overwhelm myself with orders. So I'm trying to go and try to limit that and, and mm-hmm. do more of pre-orders, which is cool. Cause I can put a deadline on that and then just making stuff because I was talking to Lizzie from house timber, you know, like, mm-hmm people don't know what you can do unless you have time to do it and show them. So if you're constantly taking orders, yeah, she said that in one of her stories. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Like they don't know what you can offer them until they've seen it. Mm -hmm. You can't make that if you're constantly running and doing these same things over and over again, you know? Right. So I'm trying to like push myself to say no and do what I want, which is hard because I need money. We all need money, you know? it's tough to say no to that money, but at the same time, is that going to impact my life to a point where I am not going to function how I want to function? Like, I don't want to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Are you, I mean, as far as like online stuff, online sales, just in your own line of stuff, is it all through Instagram or do you have like other ways of uh, selling? Shopify. I made a website on Shopify recently. So for okay. Martian Woodwork, I um, had like a very cool website, but it was really complicated and I just don't have time. So Mm -hmm. I decided to go for it on Shopify and make my website. It's really easy to update. And and that's exactly what I wanted. And I wanted to be able to tag products in my Instagram Mm -hmm. and Facebook. So now I can go, Hey, pre-sales live. And then you can just click there, make a purchase, maybe hopefully an impulse purchase, you know? Yeah. Right. I actually saw a little Shopify notification. So I'm hoping somebody just bought something. Thank you if you did. I was like, ooh, as we're talking, I'm like, that's awesome. (laughs) But no, I've, yeah, I've been, um, I would say my website is where I'm trying to direct the traffic because I'm sure you experience this. Uh, I'll get text, I'll get emails, (laughs) IMs, DMs, you know, and it'll all be for orders. And then I'm like, when I'm, when I'm going to actually design the order, I'm like, okay, now where do they contact me from? Can I see it? Okay. I got to open up this app to see it there. Okay. You know, it's here. Okay. Get all the information in, mm-hmm. you know, reply back to that person, get, they get back to me. And then I'm like, oh no, I got to reference that again. What was <laughs> right. it again? You know what I mean? Right. Like where, so it's a constant battle. So I'm really trying to drive it for either well, really just on my website, but right now it's, it's still kind of everywhere, but I'm really trying to drive all purchases to my website. And, and that way I can have it in there and it has a nice queue and you can see what you have due and you can no, see when stuff. they bought it and how you're on deadline, you know, like it's really nice and clean. So 
that's the goal to keep it like website and email only because it's a nightmare sometimes. Yeah. I don't, I don't experience that necessarily with sales just because I don't know. I'm in a different, I guess. Yeah. You're like not a like market. A yeah. Base, I guess. Yeah. Um, but well, I mean product base, but it's like furniture and stuff. So it's just different. Yeah, um, different pieces. But I definitely experienced that when trying to book stuff for the podcast. And I mean, it's more like, you know, like maybe I'll reach out to someone under the Anchor Mom podcast uh, Instagram account, or maybe I reach out to them First under Freeman Furnishings uh, Instagram account. And then like, I'll reach out and we'll get something set. And then I've got to come to my computer to set up the Zoom link. And so it usually doesn't happen right away because to be honest, most of my uh, interviews get set up between the hours of like 9 p.m. and midnight is usually when I have time to like reach out to people. And so I'm like, I'm not going into the office and like getting on the computer and sending it. I'll just send it tomorrow. And then I forget. And then then it's like two days later and I'm like, crap, I got to send out that invite. And Mm-hmm. you know um and then remembering okay where did I talk to them at or you know yeah it's a lot it's a lot to keep in your head yes. and keep organizing or talking with like four <laughs> or five different people at the same time yeah. and trying to remember which yeah 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 you're not working okay. with just one person no, no you have a variety <laughs> amount of people like asking questions then you have the people just like just asking general questions too that yeah. you're like okay that no no that, that's not an order let me yeah. put that over here and <laughs> separate that in my life for just a moment no I get I get that completely um and then I also like when I'm doing custom orders I like to send people like photos of me doing it so they get like little sneak peeks and stuff and again I'm like when I do that I gotta remember where I was talking to that person so (laughs) yes I want to have it just one way (laughs) that'll never happen but I'll try to get at least a little less ways you know yeah it's one of those things like when I start to think about where would be like the first place I would ever want to hire. Like if I wanted to bring somebody on and hire somebody, like what that role would be. And honestly, as time goes on more and more, it's like just an administrative person (laughs) to do all of this stuff for me. So that like, cause you know, more than anything, I just feel bad. Like, especially when somebody like falls through the cracks and like, I've, you know, and I've missed something or whatever. I just, I feel like crap, like, man, I'm supposed to be on top of this, yeah. you know, but I yes. say if I had to hire somebody, cause that would be fun yeah. to think about. They would be my CNC operator. Cause now that you said it, like my stuff is like CNC is like the minimal part of my thing. Mm-hmm. My whole part is like the design up front and then painting it when it's done. And I like taking out my angle grinder and getting in there with the saber tooth wheel. That's, uh-huh. that's dreamy <laughs> for me. Any, any job that I can be like, and I don't charge for it. Usually I just right. want to do it. So I'm like, how about a rustic edge for that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, would you like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you want to see some examples? Sure. Here you go. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, no, if I could have somebody who was just like super technical and was going to get it all set up properly and do it and launch it away, man. I would love to have a CNC operator. Anybody in Springfield, Mass. want to learn it? Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit there and take those pieces off and be like, all right, my turn. <laughs> I know. I I went, it's, it's been actually a couple of years ago now, but I went to like a local small business place. You know, they, they're a place that helps other people start yeah. small businesses. Sorry. And so I went there just to see like what kind of resources they had available. So they're like, you know, asking me like the first question right out the bat is like, well, how many people in the area do you hope to employ? And I'm like, can we start with me? Can we we start with one? (laughs) Like, can we start with, I don't have to work a full-time job and this. (laughs) Like Like, I'm going for the minimal (laughs) amount of staff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uno. That's right. Uh, but definitely one of those things of like eventually, you know, eventually, so hopefully there is money available to have yeah. somebody help out. Now does, like, does your husband help at all with the business? I was literally just going to bring him up. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried so much to have him and he is just not interested at all. 
he rather clean the house, wash the dishes, fold the laundry, do the laundry, and maybe mow the lawn so he can get away from the kids for a while too. Right, right. Come on, he's got to be able to get away yeah. too. Right. He never mowed the lawn when we were just, you know, without kids. I wouldn't, I would do it. I wouldn't care, you know, yeah. but psh, have kids and dad. He's like, I got, I got this. <laughs> An hour and a half of listening to music. Uh-huh. Yep. I yeah, got uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. But no, um, so my husband sells insurance for a living, right? So he's on computers, he knows how to use Excel and all that stuff. I keep trying to get him to be my website manager, yeah. you know, like, I'm like, just manage this stuff. Just post these pictures I send you. I'm like, please. <laughs> like, I guess I would like that for an employee too. So I'm going to yes. do that for me. Um, and a camera person. Oh my God, yes. that would be yes. amazing. <laughs> I do not get all the too. shots and not yeah. all the angles. Cause uh-uh. <laughs> I can't, I watch people like, oh my God, Andrew from AG does it. Like, Dude's got so much technology and he's got these cool camera mounts and all this stuff. And I'm like, so, so beautiful. His shots are right, just right. gorgeous, you know? Right. And I'm like holding the camera in my hand and trying to paint <laughs> in the other one and getting like this jagged, jumpy, yeah. like I finally, <laughs> finally, cause you know, Nicole and I are, are doing our, uh, we're doing eight o'clock uh, lives every Tuesday now. Mm-hmm. So I finally got a tripod stand that holds my phone because a regular phone stand can't hold how big the thing is. Um, So I'm like, all right, I've got a tripod now. I can take some videos. Like I've been sharing more painting videos Mm -hmm. because I can actually take them now. Mm -hmm. I usually were, I was dangling my phone from the ceiling. (laughs) Sometimes it would hit me. It would hurt. So (laughs) now I've got a tripod. So I'm moving in the right direction, but it's hard to spend money on yourself, but for your kids, it's like, yeah, you need that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I totally get it. Yeah. For Christmas last year, one of my presents from my wife was a tripod for my phone. Um, and I love that thing. I so love that thing. Um, I still, I still have my Sony Handycam that I use for like my YouTube videos, just because it's a little bit better uh, quality than mm-hmm. my phone. Not by much these days, because that thing was bought seven years ago when I was pregnant with my oldest and it was meant to do family videos on that was what it was bought for. Um, But I have found myself sharing more and more videos like on Instagram because yeah, exactly. You have the, the tripod and I have one of the ones where it's like, you can attach it to anything or anywhere and bend it in all kinds of weird positions. And yeah, I have, I have that tripod that you can bend to. Yeah. And that's what I have mounted above me with like two clamps. It's real, it's real pretty. <laughs> I've got my phone dangling above me with two clamps while I'm doing my carving. So any video that you see, like an aerial shot of me carving. Yeah. Yeah. It's just dangling above my head and I hope it doesn't fall. Like that is literally what I do for that. Cause you can't get the tripod where you need it to be. Right. Get the video for something, especially if I'm hand carving. Like mm-hmm. I just wish someone would just kind of like, hover over my shoulder to capture it because I can't get that beautiful angle. Yeah. That's where, that's where like, I do appreciate like the Christmas before my present was like a nice expensive tripod for my camcorder. Yeah. And so sometimes like I'll literally just clamp the phone tripod on top of the, like of that, that, of actually the cameras on there and it's all like there. And then like, it's like, okay, right over my shoulder. So you can see exactly what I see when I'm working, you know, I've had so many people ask me like, how do you see? I'm like, I would love to show you. you. (laughs) (laughs) But then I couldn't see if I did, did, or I would just like, Right. If I had it behind me, it would just be me like knocking it over. Yep, I could just see yep. it. it would be too bad. <laughs> it would be bad. Yes. <laughs> so I totally, totally understand. In fact, I just did uh, the carve table I just made is going to be for an article in Popular Woodworking. Oh, that's and, awesome. And so I actually like. I asked my like photographer friend, I was like, can you please just come and take the pictures of me doing the process? Because yeah, like, I just know I'm not going to be able to get the right shots and enough of them. And especially ones of like me working, like in action working, like that is really hard to get that set up. Right. Well, it's (laughs) funny because you said that is one of your things on, you know, like a photo of you working, which I actually have some stuff for you, but 
there is no photo of me woodworking because yeah there's never anyone in there when, when I'm working right I was like I have photos of me standing next to stuff I've made I don't have anything of me working I would have to set up the tripod and like fake yeah. action shots <laughs> Look, um, we press the I button have, on the CNC. I know. I have started actually um, figuring out more of the settings on my phone. Because again, like phones are getting better and better oh, yeah. as far as quality. So I've done some photo work with my phone where it's like, okay, I'll set the timer and I'll get the right angle. And then I'll like quick run over and start working. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> um, and then just hope and pray that the picture came out like yeah. way decent. <laughs> That's what I like. I watch like Ricky, Ricky TV. I'm sure you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, dude, he must spend so much time setting up those cameras for the angles and stuff. Cause it's just so beautiful. <laughs> you know? know, that's why people don't always understand people outside. Yes. Especially outside of like, yeah. content creation. Mm-hmm. Don't understand like actually the bulk of the work I do for my business is camera work is uh editing on the back end Mm -hmm. is like all of this other stuff like the actual physical touching and making stuff is maybe a quarter of the time for a project (laughs) you know an overall project um which is just crazy you never would have thought that right um but I'm like if I I do bare minimum (laughs) but if all I do is is woodwork in my garage and don't ever take photos of it and right. don't ever do it. Nobody's going to know I exist. Exactly. So. You have to show those. No, I know. I know. I love it though. Like, cause everybody in this community is just amazing. They're so inspiring and like, they make you want to push it just a little bit further, you know? And I'm like, I'll do it, but it's going to be like quick because I only have two hours. I got to get in there. I got to get the stuff done and then get back out of there. And maybe someone's going to wake up and I got to deal with that. So (laughs) it's like, I don't have time to get too fancy. So now I've got this tripod. I had a tripod before, but I broke it because I backed into it somehow, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've got my new tripod and I still have my dangly one set up over my head. (laughs) And I will get as many videos as I can of things that I think are good, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just funny that the things that um, I get the most views from and the most likes or attention for are the picture, like pictures of me or videos of me standing. People <laughs> love seeing me stand because I I don't use aura mask when I do carving. Uh-huh. I know a lot of people love it. For me, whenever I do it, it ends up peeling up. It's a pain. It doesn't come out because I'm carving like a large, I'm not making right. a normal sign where it just says, a last name and something right. like that you know I'm like I'm carving faces and stuff like that in there so it's taking a lot of wear you know that yeah. that doesn't stay on there very well so I just spray it with marsh ink which is I don't know if you've ever heard of it it's amazing it's black it dries really quick it's not paint it's actual ink mm-hmm. and then you can just sand it it comes right off doesn't bleed into the wood uh. so I'll spray it and then 15 minutes later I get to sand it all off but like the reveal where they people get to see like the carved images Mm-hmm. I swear like that does better for me than a, a gorgeous piece all done yeah <laughs> it'd be like 35 people saw this and I'm like what but I just sanded that piece of wood and you know like 15,000 views right. for a piece of wood getting sanded I'm like what is that it's nuts the things that you think people are gonna be like they're gonna love this mm-hmm. it's like no nope. just nothing like just sand that piece of yeah. wood <laughs> <laughs> and you try not to pay attention to it but come on how can yeah. you not I know liars if we said we didn't look at it I know I know well Tiff we're actually like at the end of our time together it went fast lovely it It was um but I want you to get uh you know a chance to really shout out where people should go find you at well I have uh nightcarverdesigns.com and then I also am on Instagram and Facebook so come on there say hello that's right. I'm pretty, pretty nice. I'm pretty approachable. <laughs> Except for that crazy, scary it sign, you know, just, <sighs> that's so. just creeping and lurking over my shoulder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thanks so much. And I'll have links uh, in the show Perfect. notes so people can follow along with you. And thank you. And chatting. I'll send you over that fake pose of me pretending to woodwork. <laughs> All right, again, that was Tiff with Night Carver Designs. And as always, I will include the links on how you can follow along with Tiff 
in the show notes. You can find those just on whatever app you're listening to podcast on. In the description of the episode, you should be able to see those links. Click on those to follow along with Tiff. Um, if you are really loving the podcast, please make sure that whatever app you're listening to the podcast on, that you hit that subscribe button and uh, share it out with others. Share out whatever episode is one of your favorites. Um, share it out on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever your platform is that you tend to hang out at. And I don't know if you guys know this, but um, this actually makes uh, the anniversary episode of the podcast. It's been two years now of doing this podcast. Whew. Seems, <laughs> seems kind of crazy to say that out loud, but um, I love every minute of it. I so grateful for uh, the opportunity to do this podcast actually and get to find all of these amazing makers who all have amazing stories no matter how many times each of them have told me that they're too boring to be on the podcast all of all of you if you're listening now just know each and every one of you has had an impact on my life and I thank you for that um when I'm not making a podcast and interviewing folks for that podcast, you can find me designing and making furniture and home decor for bold homes at freemanfurnishings.com and at Freeman Furnishings across all of the social media like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Twitter even. So reach out, find me, ask me your questions follow along, see what crazy thing I'm up to carving, all that fun stuff. All right, it is Friday. For me, it is the end of an extremely long and rough week. So um, I am with you going, woohoo! Um, I hope though that this weekend you get to get out and make something, spend some time with your family. It's getting close to Halloween. Uh, so hopefully you're doing some of the fun with that. Apparently I'm going to be going to three different pumpkin patches. So a, a full weekend of lots of outdoor time with the family and I am so looking forward to it. So whatever you're doing, I hope you have a great time and until next week, I will see you later. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Music